0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to All Villa, No Villa. Please remember to subscribe to the show. Click that subscribe button, treble underlining it. Uh, Chelsea nil, Aston Villa nil. We go to a replay. And to be fair, given the fact that Chelsea's home form is very strong at the moment, and the fact that they look like a team who are slowly coming together under Pochettino, I think a draw away at Stamford Bridge is actually a fairly decent result. Um how would I describe this game? Uh well. Quite unusual in that it was quite a strange game I thought. I thought first half um I think it started alright. I think Villa were fine. Uh you know right up until the point we got that disallowed goal through Douglas Luiz, handball. It did hit his hand so fair enough. Um but kind of after that and it seems to be a running theme here when Villa have a goal disallowed we seem to Other teams seem to come into the game a bit more. Um, happening against Bournemouth, Everton and now Chelsea. Um, But it felt like after about the 20th minute mark in the first half, Chelsea were all over us for the rest of that half. Uh, And their high press caused us no end of problems. So very high energy and maybe a bit more energetic and a bit more up to speed having played a few nights ago against Middlesbrough and got that 6-1 result. So maybe... That actually benefited them in the first half, whereas we were coming back from it. You know, time on the beach out in Dubai, probably. I'm assuming it's Dubai is where the footballers go, uh, topping up the tans, you know, the drinking the pina coladas, uh, and then you come back to Chelsea, uh, and they, you know, they're very they're, they're a young athletic team. So they pressed us very high, uh, and I thought they did a fantastic job of doing that, Chelsea, in the first half. Cole Palmer was constantly on to Martinez. Uh, I think it was, I want to say, Conor Gallagher going on to Longley. Um, they just didn't allow, our, allow us to play out from the back. And um, so basically every time we got the ball uh, at, in the back, at the back, we'd be looking up and, being, and think, well, better where to play it too because it feels like and it's, if I play into uh, Bubakar Kamara, or Douglas they're just going to have someone jumping right on their back. Um, so we end up resorting to going long ball and just generally lose the ball that way. So um, I think Chelsea's high energy press really worked in the first half. And uh, I think that uh, Conor Gallagher's runs were very, very good. Really good. He was breaking that high line a lot. And it was... He was basically timing his run really, really well because he'd play quite deep. But then as Chelsea would progress to the ball, he would just lurk a bit for lurk through our midfield like a ghost in the machine, you know, like a like a a whisper in the wind. And then just he'd wait, pick, pick his moment, and you'd have it was between Longley and Moreno on the left. And he would always run in between the two. And he kept getting in time and time again, Um, really good play from Gallagher, really good coaching from Pochettino, if that's what he told him to do. He's obviously observed Aston Villa and thought, is there a a chink in the armour? Is there somewhere I can just, you know, put that sword through and maybe injure them? And uh, I think they found something there. But to be honest, I think, when I think of the chances that happened tonight, I think most of Chelsea's clear-cut chances came from Aston Villa putting ourselves in danger. Uh, first half, Clement Longley passes it straight to Cole Palmer, who uh, whacks it at Emi Martinez. Thank God we have the best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, Maduaki, I think, had a chance, hit it straight at uh, Emi Martinez. And I think that came about from Cole Palmer, a piece of brilliance from him, Um Cole Palmer, if you've ever played FIFA in a game, you know, uh, FIFA on the PlayStation or whatever, Cole Palmer is like somebody you play against who doesn't sprint, but just twists and turns in ways that you're like, I cannot get near this guy or tackle him. Why can't I tackle this person? And Cole Palmer is like a real life version of that. Um, he He's excellent, Palmer. Um, and he, yes, laid it on for Madawake. Again, big save from uh, Martinez. Another chance that we gave away uh, was in the second half where Martinez kicked it into Cole Palmer, who then had a should have volleyed it, but missed it. And then another one uh, was where Buba Kamara passed it back to Martinez, who just got there ahead of, uh, I want to say, Conor Gallagher. Um, but in the first half, the other chance they had was where Sterling, I think fantastic pass from Sterling, in behind us and... Um, I think it was Palmer again, hit it low across from Maduake who wasn't that convincing for me. I didn't think he looked brilliant. Um, should have scored from about two yards out. Martinez makes a save again. So look, we rode our luck in the first half. Um, they really put us under pressure with the high press. We struggled to play it out. Couldn't really get Martinez, or, or rather Luis and uh Kamari into it to dominate in the middle. I thought there were patches of good stuff from John McGinn at times in the first half. I think Tielemans looked a little off the pace in the first half, though I think he got better in the second half. Um, uh, but I think one key miss, Pau Torres. I just think Villa don't look as good without him. That's not to say I think Longley's a bad player. I don't think he is at all. I think he's actually a very good player, but he's not Pau Torres. And I think something I noticed with Longley... Doesn't really love turning out on his left foot and passing it out to the left. He tends to prefer to keep passing it inside, you know, towards his right. Um, I don't really know why that is, and that was that that's what led to um, him passing it straight to Cole Palmer, who then missed the chance. Um, yeah, I think the, just saying it with Longley, you know, Longley's a very good defender; he's a very capable one, but he's um. Just not quite, he's not Pau Torres. And Pau Torres does make a massive difference for us in attack as well because his ability to progress with the ball, his ability to pick a pass, we can't replace that. We just really can't. So we do miss him and hopefully he's not out for too long. But uh, look, second half, I think Villa really got into it. Um, I think Chelsea started again quite well in the second half. But Villa, it felt like Chelsea carried all that momentum from the Middlesbrough game into this whereas we came off the beach and it looked a bit like that in the first half second half Villa looked the fitter team and Villa just started to play their way in and started to turn the screw and the only chances I can think Chelsea had in the second half really was the uh, two times we gave the ball away um, Kamara and Martinez Uh, we got away with it Um, but I'd never really felt Chelsea were that threatening in the second half at all and I can't help but look at them and think they really miss a dominant striker. Um, if think if they had a, if they had a Didier Drogba, for instance, tonight, I'm barely sure they'd have scored a goal. Um, but uh, no, wasn't to be tonight, thankfully. Um, but I think Villa really plied their way into it, and you started to see again, didn't you? What just fills you with such joy and fills me with such love, like you know Romeo looking up at Julia on the balcony. You know, me looking at Professor Unai on the sideline and with this suave haircut like the Basque James Bond. It, it's it's that Villa can just play such wonderful football when we really, you know, come alive and Fill ourselves with confidence and pick our passes properly. And I think Tielemans grew into it in the second half. Louise was kind of everywhere, wasn't he? Just his clever passing, his intelligent movement. What a player. Kamara was very good, but for that one pass, uh, he almost gave that goal he almost gave away. Um, I think uh, Cash, uh, very unlucky not to score. That was a fantastic save from um from uh, the Chelsea keeper, I forget his name now. Um, that was a, a truly amazing save. I thought that was in. Um, I, you know, I think uh, McGinn. I thought was good second half as well. I think, I think, I think all the Villa players really came came into it in the second half. And um, full credit to them again. A tough away day at Stamford Bridge on a Friday night. Uh, the six thousand travelling Villa fans, of course, helped with the atmosphere. But it was good to see Villa come alive in the second half because, you know, Villa have been a bit patchy for the last month now. Really, you know, been, you know, little bit less convincing than they were we were earlier this season. Um, so you, you know, history tells you, you know, we've seen Villa have great starts to season and then fall away from January onwards. I just want to believe, and I don't, I want to believe that won't happen under Unai Emery this is not John Gregory's villa this is not Martin O'Neill's villa this is Unai Emery's villa this is a man who's been there and done it um so um you know what I saw in the second half today filled me with a lot of happiness and made me feel okay this is something to carry into the Newcastle game on Tuesday night of course they play tomorrow on Saturday on Saturday night um uh, so yeah, uh, I think you know, second half we were unlucky not to score. I mean, we had a few. I and mean, Edry Conter almost scored, just went wide. John McGinn, you know, um, coming across, his shot just went wide. Uh, and I think Zaniolo, he only came on for ten minutes. I thought he looked really good when he came on. Actually, he looked really good, um, and he got to play on the right wing, which is his natural position where he wants to play. And if you know, is ever since the Brentford game, Zaniolo. He's been looking a lot better. He's not featured that much, but when he has had an opportunity, he's looked more convincing. And he's growing into a player who I think, in the second half of this season, if he gets more minutes and if he starts games and he plays the way he has, you know, like in the 10 minutes he showed today against Chelsea, um, could have a real player in the second half of the season. Because, um, like I say, you know, the way he did Chilwell for, for dead. Um, and then whip that ball across to again. That could have been the winner. Um, and there were one or two other occasions with Zaniolo tonight. I thought, oh, that was good. Crossfield passes, you know, holding off a man, playing the right ball, not holding on to it a second too long, which I think you could criticise him for earlier this season. So that was, I thought, really positive little display from Zaniolo there. So, um, yeah, you know, ever since that Sheffield United game, ever since the Brentford game where he looked good when he came on, uh, he's been... Uh, he's been looking in the tones he's got to shine a bit better. So that was a positive, I think. Look, like I say, we rode a look, uh, made trouble for ourselves. Um, but this is Unai Emery's Aston Villa. We're resolute. Um, we're resilient and we grow into games. And uh, I thought we showed some real class in the second half as well. Strange game. Moments of bad, moments of real good. Um, so I'd say... A draw probably just about is fair enough. It's annoying we have to have a replay, but we go to Villa Park, hopefully a full house, get ready to lay the smack down on those, those seven gits coming up to our neck of the woods, mate. Um, so yeah, let me know what you thought of the game. Thanks for watching on, the, on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe on here. I'm going to put this out on audio as well, so please follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever the hell you get your podcasts um leave us nice reviews why not five star reviews that helps us get up the charts you can do it on your phone on spotify you can do it on apple all these things it just helps us grow and get keep getting momentum like aston villa in the second half today getting momentum uh, and like i say uh, please comment below on youtube uh, let us know what you thought and tweet us online as well and let us know what you thought of the game um what a team! Uh, I'll be speaking to a Newcastle fan, Freddie Bunn, regular guest on the show now. Uh, ahead of the Newcastle game, um, can't wait. I'm pretty excited now for that game. Like what I saw second half. So yeah, let's keep the momentum going in the league because we're going to win the bloody league, aren't we? Up the mighty Villa.